I suppose, do it. Do I need uh, to introduce him? Do, do I just not? Yes. You, Alex Bottle, would you like to introduce yourself, please? Um, so, my name's Alex Bottle, 8-inch meter, track runner. Uh, you know, maybe do the odd 400, but definitely won't do a 15. Oh, thank, thanks for that very enthusiastic intro there. Um, <laughs> Rory's yeah, not to be on the cast. Well, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's an absolute stellar cast lineup today, to be honest, because Rory's not here. Um, he's just got back home um, from mm, university. He's a good one. Yeah, he has. But you know, it's today we've we've got Northern Indoor 800 meter champion, Northern Indoor 800 meter silver, and Northern 800 meter bronze, all in the same podcast. So it's a triple threat. What an absolute treat. Two of us aren't 800 runners and haven't improved our PBs since then. But, you know, it's, uh, yeah, still counts. Still got the medal somewhere. It was the most important age group, weren't it? So. Yeah. yeah. Um, under 15s? Really. Was it under 15s? I think it was younger. I think we were under 13s. Mm. Maybe under 15s, to be fair. All that I know is the commentator said, Alfie Manthorpe, Catching Alex Bottrell, and then Alex decided to go into an extra gear because he heard the commentator ruined it for me. I, had a come I got scared I might get DQ'd again. Well, yeah, you, you do have a tendency to do that. In fact, let's let's start this. So, what, twelve-year-old Alex Bottrell, um, yeah. in the call room for the eight hundred meter Yorkshire Yorkshire heats, strolls up to me. I'll see you in the final, Alfie. That's what he says. No, yes, I didn't. Did, did I? Yeah, you said that. You know what? Audacious. And then, he, and then he gets DQ'd by uh, cutting cutting the um, cutting the break too early. So you know, I can't believe I had the the confidence back then because I don't even have that to say that now. It was it was a bold move from you. But... Yeah, and I think it's the only time I've said that, and it's probably the only time I've been DQ'd in the heat. Why you answered it again? No, but now yeah, you just fall. Think... Now you just fall over in the final. So it's it's a different story, isn't it? I mean, we say fall over. I say people don't have to rest, but. Is that is that a call to is that Jamie Webb? Uh, is he listening uh, to podcast no, today? No, Guy Liamov? No, um, I got I got clipped by. Um, I got clipped, well, I mean, I got went down. There's a bit of a mixture. It's a bit of a cup of but I got clipped from the back by um, a sergeant. He went across the back of my feet, and then oh, I was yeah. stumbling, and then Guy Liamov nice ran yeah, into his back. I was stumbling. Like, you're not getting out of the way, Guy Liamov, are you? Uh, yeah, I mean, gonna... I was it was pretty like swift hitting the floor with that one. So actually, on the podcast today, we actually have world world gold and also British champs indoors. Technically, if he if you know if he didn't fall over, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 like you know you could go on from that really. Yeah, so, exactly, uh, exactly. I mean, that could have been my route in. So anyway, sure. away from the the sadness of what racing is, especially in the eight hundred, dangerous sport. Eight hundred, don't do it. Very painful. Get DQ'd a lot, can fall over a lot. Awful sport. Yeah. Right. Cliche question. Always have to start with this. How have you found training during lockdown and this season? How have you found this season? Right. So this might be, I don't know if this is to go with the trend of people's answers. I'm not really sure what I've said for it on everyone. But to be honest with you, I haven't actually had a problem. Okay. I've found it like no problem at all um, not because... From the first lockdown, like we said, like ages ago, less of a March, like I'd say, um, I was injured for Kemba Cup South Africa, and I was out for like, wasn't running for like 12, 13 weeks when everything was closed, closed. Yep. So then I was just on the bike doing like Zwift, like online cycling and racing, and I just found it so fun. And I just like literally had the time of my life for like 12 weeks, didn't have to run, didn't have to worry about racing because there was nothing on. Um, 
and then just got on with it really. Then fortunately, when we got round to like mid, like May, June, got into season, um, there was a track in Huddersfield open, about 20 minutes away from where we were based in Leeds. Um, we just went there like three times a week and just got on with it really. Jim sacrificed that, couldn't do any of that during the height of lockdown. Um, but yeah, I mean, the most recent lockdowns haven't really like affected me in terms of training just because of certain exemptions you can get and the rules they were putting out. Fortunately, I was lucky enough to fall into some of the categories. Yeah. So um, I've had a pretty like uninterrupted training for quite a while. Yeah, I, th- I think some of the rules they're putting out now is quite helpful. Like you can train in groups, kind of six. I'm not sure yeah, that changes that with the new amazing. ones. So. What was like, quite good though is because we were in the house of runners, um, which I presume a lot of like uni athletes are anyway. Um, but we were in the house of runners. We all stayed in Leeds and literally we could train together because we lived together. Yeah. So even when we wasn't meant, you weren't meant to train in like bigger groups because we lived together in like a three and a four. We all just got and we all did the same sort of running. Um, we just all trained together. So yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think my sister fancies fancies doing a Saturday morning tempo. So yeah, I've been I've been a bit unlucky yeah, exactly. in that regard. I mean, you can, it's not an easy one to drag drag somebody out for a Saturday morning tempo. Tried tried getting them out on the bike, and that didn't work either. Halfway around, bored and cold. So yeah, it's been fun. We managed to train in groups a bit though, and I feel like I want to get off the subject because I feel like it's always the same. COVID couldn't yeah. train wasn't very good or I didn't mind it it's just a cliche it's sort of like the cliche in England we like talking about things what give us confidence like asking how the weather is and Mm, staying at heart stuff like that yeah I think pretty much all the answers are like I mean to a certain degree the same yeah Um, people have had positives and negatives probably throughout the whole thing so you had yeah one of the highlights from you was your time trial 600 yeah bit disappointed with the um the then like rating from that because I only had two races I yeah, I might have had more, but I only had two races in ten days, and then um, so on from that time trial. So I was it was going in the right direction, but time trial kind of like the racing that I did do didn't really live up to the time trial. But well, you know, Strava, Strava warrior, that's what you are. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm joking. It was on the track, so it doesn't actually count, does it? Like you can't really cut corners on the track. So what what no, was the time? Six hundred. I mean, then again, you know, people, you know, it's just. Swings and roundabouts like you can be 60 yeah. meters obviously in the proper events there. Was it 116 for that? 114. 114. 116. Who do you think it is? No, I don't I don't know. No, it was 114. It was 114. Okay. I, 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 114 but then again, I think we took because we had three watches on it. I think we took an out like the, the better average, you know, to make sure and I think we got 115 or nine average. One yeah. Just sorry, just to interrupt this, and anyone, any football fans out there or soccer fans, Tottenham are losing two nil. Um, it's a sad day. Yeah, Leicester are winning two nil. It's not fun. Um, next season's goals, then. What, hopefully, we get some sort of run. I'm guessing you are you doing indoor British champs, or what? What are we saying on that front? Um, British champs indoors. Uh, yeah. I think so. As, as it stands at the moment, plan is to run indoors. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's race permitted, isn't it? Yeah. Um, British Champs is obviously still going to be on. I've got the standard currently for the were the European indoors, which is the only championship on anyway. Um, so in terms of time worrying about that, I don't really need to worry about like trying to rush for a time. But it's more the fact like whether there's going to be the races on to get sharp and stuff before. Um, 
I mean, it's just all a bit up in the air. Like to say now, I can be like, yes, I'm going to do it. When realistically, like we say with all the situation, I could get to like a week before and they could cancel. So yeah, yeah, it's happened yeah. quite a lot this year. But the view is to definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah. What what sort of like end of twenty twenty any end of the twenty twenty one track season? What mm. would you look back and be happy on? Like bear. In, if we have a decent track season, like there's not so too many interruptions. A bit more than I did this year. I'd be happy with, um, be really, really good for the start of the year if I can make the senior indoor team. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, uh, then there's obviously uh, under 23s Europeans as well. Yeah, yeah. Is that? I think making them two European teams definitely like a, a good, a good um, benchmark to come away and be happy with. That would be, Good season, be happy with that solid, because um, qualifying for that means you're going to be in and around quick times as well. Um, probably as well. I mean, like, like obviously it's an Olympic year. I'm not going to not say it. Um, yeah. Like, obviously you look. That's not something I'd just be happy with. That would be like obviously like. Yeah. What What's the Olympic standard for 800? I'm, right. You're picking my brain here. I think it's 45, 145. Maybe wrong. 25, or it's out of 35. But you, I mean, 145, 25. Thing. You can run that, can't you? Pretty much. So, and well, I mean, I'll give it a go. I guess um, you get to the champs, and then anything—it's anybody's race, isn't it? Really. I think the thing is with that one, with the Olympic sort of stuff for me at the moment, I think I just be the time, the standard is that would be my big aim to try and. If I don't make the team in general, that's fine. Um, I'll try, obviously, in general. Like everyone's going to try this year. Um, but like, yeah, it'd be a good benchmark as well. Yeah. Try and get some in and around that standard. I think then just start trying to push for that sort of like senior. Time, competitive time. Well, I was going to say, even if you, even if you, whatever reason, don't get in this year, you've got mm. three years after after next year. Sorry, so that's four years in a row where you've got world championships or Olympics. So, I think knowing well, that you've got that, yeah. knowing that you've got that standard, is definitely going to be a big confidence booster going into. Well, that's what I think. So even if I don't make the team, which is like you know a really like a longer shot, like if, getting close to that time really puts you in a good position for the next coming years. So, um, I mean, yeah, I'd be happy with the season if it goes well to take, make both of them European teams, then anything else, quicker times and other championships are a bit of a bonus, really. Yeah, yeah. If, say, for example, every race gets cancelled, but then some cross-country cross, cross country races keep propping up everywhere, are we going to see you on the cross-country this winter season? You'll, you know what? Um, you'll see me on a cross-country if they start doing, like, Scotland short courses. So yeah, not not any of these eight k, ten k, mud no, bath, they do the short malarkey, yeah. In Scotland, is it? And they do like a four k race. Um, and you know what? I'm I'm in some good aerobic shape right now, if I'm honest. Yeah. Just just the last cross country race we did together, Alex, I think was that Northern Relays last year. Yeah, I would did I like get you by like a minute or something? Uh, didn't I get you by like a minute? Don't you mean? I think that's what happened. I mean, we we can't get results, so I guess we wouldn't know. But I mean, it's just for them, isn't it? Well, if I, I guess we just remember it differently. If if anyone goes to the description of this podcast and sees a power ten link, please click on it and look at the results for that race, and uh, we'll yeah. let we'll let you decide. Don't look at any track results though from me and Alex's races though. Never never look there. Track's go not a real well, sport. When you're on that link, um, go to head to heads. Is that? Make sure you look at the track colour. Do you know what though? On, on head to heads overall, I reckon I have you. Yeah, I think you do because I, you know what, step to the cross more than you step to the eight. Why would I step to the eight? I've, I've run 158. I'm not, I'm not stepping anywhere near the track. I've broken 1550 for 5k. 
Cross country is different though. Yeah, but if I can't do it on the road, I'm definitely not going to do it on a cross. You'd you'd break fifteen for five k, easy, surely. Maybe. Surely. You just I mean, get... last year on fifteen fifty. <laughs> what in? Podium. Podium five k. You ran fifteen. Was that when it was icy? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Just stick on to the I next mean, percent. You'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot about it. I've got some tempos, but you're not allowed to use them. Are you? I think, yeah, I think tempos are bad. Next percents are so much better than tempos, though. Who's using tempos to race it? Uh, I don't know. I've seen a few people. I've seen it. But I wouldn't. Next percents are quicker, 100%. Well, Definitely. Yeah, you say that, I put them on first session with against the boys. They drop a 434 first, Matt. I'm just off the front, like This is good. The tempos? They're a nice shoe, aren't they? So many people underrate them. I don't get why, because they're probably the best training shoe I've ever worn, maybe. The tempos are really good. I mean, I'm not going to be biased towards Mike stuff. Because there's actually plenty of really good stuff out there. Like I, I'm pretty big fan of the. Um, well, I haven't actually tried them, but pretty keen to try maybe Hauser Roadrunner, like the Saconian Darken Pros. Yeah, where, where are you at in terms of sponsorships and stuff? Are you a Nike athlete or? No, nothing really. I mean, I get a little bit of help from Nike. They give me a little bit of stuff, but I mean, not not calling up with anyone really. Um, but that's another aim for the year potentially to maybe pick up something. Well, yeah, you should do. I don't get this because you see some people who's getting these packages from Nike, and you're like. Why are you getting this stuff? Like, and then you see other people, like someone I train with, Spanish guy, world champion over fifty k, uh, ran two ten for the marathon, gets sent a pair of shoes every few months from Nike. That's it. Maybe get some tops each year. I'm like, yeah. I why mean, is that happening? I think there's a, the, the, the definitely good thing that Nike do is they actually they I think more often than other companies definitely do support people more. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really hear about many other companies in general like. Like they do like a gifting system, like where they like you know give to say people like your friend myself and stuff like that. And um, I don't, you don't know here if like maybe potentially like Adidas or like New Balance, Hoka, anyone like always doing that. So I think in that sense, respect they've got like a bit of a like they are quite good. But yeah, I understand. Yeah, that is that is very true actually, especially on the youth side of, in England. Like people, yeah, they're heavily invested in that, and I think that's quite a, quite a good thing. And potentially, you know, not to say the companies need to do it to progress our athletes more, but like. Yeah, it's probably not out of the realm of questions, maybe, like, follow suit a little bit. Yeah, I think when you see the NCAAs, where it's, like, pretty much if you're in a D1 university, you get kit drop uh, more kit than you can ever need. I feel like some yeah, of it there is. Yeah. The companies but, are all sponsored by... True. Well, they have Adidas, Under Armour, Nike. They get, yeah. like, a full one, maybe every six months, like a massive one, so... Yeah, that's true. Speaking, speaking on sort of kit, we have a little segment called Shoe Corner. And obviously we've touched on the tempo next percent. Mm. Um, what shoes are you sort of wearing in your rotation at the minute and like how are you finding each of them? Uh, it's I be mean, interesting. So I'm using at the moment uh, my shoe rotation. Let me see. So I go with tempo. I'll use my tempo next percent. So I'm going to ride. Yep. Uh, potentially use a track, but, if, but like that's if I'm on reps. But yeah, tempo next percent. So I've just started using them. Really good. Quite like them at the moment. Um, Track won't probably touch spikes. So I'm just using splats, just because you know a bit of everything. Uh, mileage shoes depends what I'm doing. Like if I'm going on a muddy run, I'll use like a trail shoe, like a Nike trail shoe, Pegasus trail. They're really good, apparently. Um, I haven't got a pair. I haven't got a pair, but those Pegasus trail twos are apparently a really good shoe. Yeah, I actually don't have the new ones. I have the older ones, the 36s, yeah, not the 37s. But yeah, they're really good. 
waterproof, pretty pretty solid through like Cortex. Um, and then um, for your general mileage, I'll use like just your standard peg. Fair enough. 37, 36, whatever I've got in like rotation. I actually use turbos quite a lot actually for, for just jogging and stuff because I always, for me, I just think they're a class three if you feel shit. Well, they are. They get you definitely get you through it. What sort of mileage are you on at the minute? Um, right. So, follow Alex Bottom on Strava. So I tried to go for a little bit of a patch of trying to keep, keep like a. I've never really been consistent with mileage in general. So, I mean, I go between. So I try to go 44, 50, 50, 44, 50, 50, 44. Um, but at the moment, the last few weeks haven't been 50 50, been like 47, 44. Yeah. So probably like on average, maybe like 46. Yeah. Seven miles a week. It's fair enough. Um, it's probably the biggest I've done ever in terms of consistency. I've like hit a few 50s a couple of years, then I've gone straight back down to like 20 and up and just feeling a bit like up and down. So just trying to keep consistency. Yeah, so about 50 miles, really. Nothing fair enough. I, I love 800 mileage. You do quite I mean, high, high mileage for 800 as well, don't you? Alan? You do quite high mileage for an 800 runner as well, which is, well, on the... Well, I mean, I think I'm in the middle of the road. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you do get the the people that do a little bit less. I mean, in season, that I'll go straight. I'll probably go down to, like, 25, if that. So um, nice. Some race weeks, I'll be on, like, 18, I think. I've done 90 um, this week. Yeah, you see, like, we've doubled, basically, what I've done. So. Awful. It's too fair. When you get up there, I feel like when you get past 60, it sort of stays the same. Like... I don't feel much of a difference between like 70 and 90. Um, mm. Certainly not this yeah. week anyway. Yeah. What have you, uh, have you seen the new Vimeo 15 uh, from Nike? Uh, I have. Uh, they don't look very nice. They don't. No. Um, they've had production issues. So it's like they're... Um, have they bring them out already? Yeah, they're out on Nike as well and Pro Direct and stuff. A few people have got them, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've just ordered some. Um, they've got Zoom X in the back. As well. Yeah, I just they got like the chunk in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black chunk in the middle. I yeah. thought I think I'm getting mixed up with the new structures, the structure 17. Oh, they look the same though. They both look awful. They both yeah, look the awful. Yeah, the structure 17s. I'm not keen on the look of them. They look a little bit like a shoe. Potentially, you're gonna get some sports direct. I'm just gonna get some from the zoo because of the Zoom X. That's a bad place to buy shoes from, but I mean like a, a classic P sports shoe. They don't look like you know an elite end training shoe. Like a peg is peg 37 for me. Off is just a sleek. Fast year. Yeah, Julian. Well, well, I don't use either of them, so. Um, yeah. I can't actually be like they're a terrible shoe because I've actually used them. But I heard Structure Thirteens are a very good shoe. I love the structures. To be fair, um, way I'm obviously probably one of the most injury-prone people that I know. I had the Thirty Sevens for a while, mm. and they destroyed my Achilles. But obviously. Yeah. I was injury prone to start off with. So, I mean, obviously, I've listened to a lot of Alfie's podcasts. <laughs> and um, Hocker, yeah. Oh, no, Hoka. Hoka. Arahi, Arahi 4s are you wearing now? Arahi 3s or something? Uh, Arahi 4s, yeah. Second pair. Absolutely love them. Just such a... Wait, I don't know. I went from getting... I think the longest I went without getting injured was six months for about three or four years. And then now, since I've been wearing them, I think I think I'm coming up to like ten months. It's not bad for you. It's almost getting some decent mileage under your legs, aren't you? Yeah, um, finally a bit of consistency. The, Alex, the the Vimeo 15 and Structure 23 look exactly the same, pretty much. So that's probably why. Yeah, 
didn't think that. So, right, moving away from the shoes, back to training. Yeah. Favorite favorite session. What what are we saying? Pulling my leg with it, but that's not hard. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, it depends on feeling. Like, if I'm fit doing endurance stuff, I'll enjoy like a temp. I'll enjoy like a broken tempo stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, broken we'll, tempo. We'll, we'll just go with like obviously injury meter stuff. Um, I mean, I do like. So I've got session did the week. I mean, I do quite like it in general. But um, so it's like two sets of four by two hundred or thirty seconds. That's eight hundred meter pace. Yeah, I hate that session. That's just. I mean, I quite like it. Generally, it's. Two, I mean, there is three sets you can do. I think, but two sets of thirty seconds. Were you looking like twenty? I mean, in peak, you're going trying to go like twenty five around, maybe um, a bit under if you can. That's a real lactic burner. See. I, when I do that type of session, I do 2200s or 30 seconds. And this yeah, just shows yeah, how slow. That, that's crazy. I'm just, this shows how slow twitch I am. I can do quicker than 800 pace for 20 with 30 seconds. Yeah, you see, that would be, yeah, I mean, I can't do that. Imagine. I mean, I think the close I've done to something like that is 200 on, 200 off. Yeah. Um, like I've done 16 of them, but like there was, it was like eight, eight and eight. With a 400 jog in the middle, and that was like a 45 second jog at 31s or something, and that was like the hat, the, the pinnacle of like this. That was hard enough. Was yeah, just shows how quickly when I hit when I get lactic, I just hit, fall off the edge of a cliff because I can hold 800 pace for so long as long as I get that little bit of rest. Like I'm presuming you'll have a few sessions that you like. I mean, I can't depend. I, I don't like that session if I don't run it well. Mm. But then if I do, it's just like one of them ones, you know, they're ones that are most satisfying to do because they're hard. You know you're in like shape. We have another one, six, if you, if you do it well. um, off six minutes, and they're like uh, 800 metres or quicker pace. So you're looking at like going through and like, I don't know, like 51s, 52s. And we went through, I think, the last rep last year with the lads, like some lads in like 49, 50, and we, like when you hit a good set like that and you get a big like high from it, Oh, a great session, but then if you go and run 80 seconds for the rest, yeah, no, it's not a nice place to be. 80 seconds for 500, I'll tell you, That's especially terrible. when it's flat out as well. If you just fall in, oh. fall in, I, I ran can't... 80 seconds for 500 meters on Tuesday. Really, but what were you supposed to run? 54, I mean like 54, 53, because just I ran like all of them at like that pace, like 53, 54, and then. Uh, the last one, and I just went. I was just on my own, and then not really an excuse, but just completely just went. Finished the rep, but I felt like I was sprinting. Like my arms were just in absolute agony. Yeah, I, I did that in a twelve hundred once. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was. There was some like you know, um, choice words after that session. Shouting and bawling when I finished it, I was ready to. I can imagine, and that actually moves on to the next question: is least favorite session. Mm. Um. Least favorite session. Um, I think to be honest with you, I think it's oh, maybe like on the track it could be something like ten. I mean, I don't like it because it's quite hard. Like ten by four hundred off like hundred jog at like sixty one sixty twos. Yeah, that doesn't sound very nice actually. Something like that, like fifteen pace is awkward for me. I hate it. Or <laughs> Saturday morning, like tempo stuff. So like, don't know, like fifteen minute, ten minute, 
last seven minutes, stuff like that, like, yeah, really don't. I feel like when you feel good, though, that tempo stuff is kind of just feels great. When you're flowing, it's great. But when you're getting dropped off the back by the lads that run like 14 flat, yeah, not, it's not a nice place to be. Not ideal. Like, I, I, yeah, it's terrible. I think but there's... Go on, sorry. Two, two minute, two minute, two minute times eight, 48-minute session on a Saturday morning on the grass is the worst session. Two minute, two minute, two minute times eight. Two minute medium, two minute hard, and then like two minute like softer. Yeah. But it's not slow. Jeez. I've done that like once or twice and some something similar. Basically, it's just a, a long tempo session on the yeah. grass. Worst session. Anything like that, terrible. Basically. I mean, I'll do it though because it's benefit for me, but I mean, it's, it's awful. Have you tried that session? What's like 90 seconds, 90 seconds, 60 seconds times four? So it's 90 seconds times two, 60 seconds times four, 30 seconds times four, 15 seconds times four. And the, the rep you do is what run you got to do after it as a recovery. But it's like 5K pace, then tempo pace, or like a bit slower than tempo pace. That is one of the worst sessions. That seems very quite hard. Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember the guy who created it, but he used to do 5K pace. And then drop down to just a bit quicker than 10k pace or around 10k pace. Mm. So you're running like you're running 20 minutes at like 8k pace average, which is like you see, yeah. I mean, for me, if I actually ran at my 5k pace, I think it'd actually be fine. Mm. Well, I'm yeah, if you run at your really if you run at PB pace. Yeah, if I run, I'm running at like the pace of what the boys run at, which is hard. Um, so I just kind of like do that. But if I run at my own pace, maybe I would find them enjoyable. Maybe that's yeah. where I'm going wrong. Maybe, but just yeah, I always it's hard when you do Joe when you especially tempos and stuff when you get mm. sucked into a group when it's a bit faster. You do it like, on your own for like half an hour. It's, um, that's horrible though, as well, though, isn't it? When you're just tempoing by yourself, yeah. I mean, I had a session the other week and couldn't make it to came with any of the other boys, and yeah, it was just like a long straight road, back road, and I was just on my own running up and down it, and it was just miserable. Yeah, yesterday we had 15k tempo. Um, you, yours were alright though because you had Alex to help you out I was by myself just feeling sorry for myself yeah but yeah, he, he, that's what I'd be like it's, it's not nice especially we did it around a 700 metre loop um, so that's like 20 summit laps and it's just yeah. it's yeah it's, it's I mean, not nice I, I hate that yeah because you just count the laps down and you're just like oh. yeah I think if a lap two minutes it's quite demoralising to be honest Tempo and on the track. I've got a, I've got a session on Tuesday, which is ten by two k threshold mm-hmm. on the track. Ten by two k. It's like I'm gonna get to five, and I'm gonna be like fifteen minute, fifteen minute tempos on the track. Actually, they're not too bad. To be fair, as long as you feel fine. Quick. You need to relax though. Tempos need to feel relaxed. If, if they feel too hard, you're it's hell. You know, I PB'd. You PB'd. Yeah, five k. Yeah, I think so. 12 and a half. 12 and a half minutes or 12 and a half laps. 12 and a half laps. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, I mean, it wasn't hard for me to be like 15. Well, yeah. Are you going on um, any training camps this year, do you reckon? Mm. Going in a week or so. No, not a week or so. I'm going on the 4th of January. Oh, nice. Wait, South, South Africa. Africa. Fall until the 1st of February. I was going on the 28th, so next Monday. But... Um, couldn't get COVID test in time. I need three. I test three hours, three days before, within the three day period. Oh. And that three day period falled off 
fell on Christmas Day, Boxing Day weekend and whatnot, and the turnaround with sending back with the Bollard's test is mm-hmm. too risky to have to change flight. Is that oh. is is that is that tests for to fly or is that like a British Athletics protocol thing? So fit to fly to get into South Africa, you need um, a p uh, like a PCR test, so like a swab test, um, and you have oh. to have paper copies so that you're negative when you go to the South African authorities when you travel um, you enter the country, you get off the plane and you've got to show like several copies of them. How do you so, find COVID tests? I mean, to be honest with you, I don't mind them. I just like I've done I've only done like one. Really? Um, I thought you'd have loads on from the European circuit and stuff because you did a few races out in. Yeah, they, uh, but, th- but then there wasn't really to get into stuff. There wasn't um, like back then. But when I was doing it, there wasn't really testing as in like the travel. Like um, you didn't have to it to travel, did you, to, to test? But now obviously you have to. But I don't mind doing them. Like I've done them like once and just smash it back the throat and then stuff whatnot. And obviously it's not uncomfortable. But I just got. I just prefer to make sure because obviously like. It can come back inconclusive, and if that happens when you're just about to travel, like it's well, that's gonna be all hell. Happened to me. Mine came back inconclusive. Um, mm. It wasn't ideal, but you know. Exactly the stress it causes trying to organise a little. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I just took the took it on the chin and just quarantined. Just to be honest, I didn't need to go anywhere, so I was like, yeah, you know what, I might as well just get get another two weeks off work. No, I'm joking. Don't listen. If anyone's listening at my work, I'm joking. I'm not being serious. He just took well, though, by the way. So he was actually that's what he was doing. Who did? You did definitely. You just go for Yeah, yeah, definitely. Apart from I can work from home, so that don't really, don't really, <sighs> don't really help that. So, right. Any tips for the aspiring eight hundred meter runners out there, or track athletes in general? What What would you say? What would you say? Top five tips. Top five tips. Um, I don't know why I said five. Maybe three or two or one. I don't know. Well, so um, tips in terms of anything. Life, athletics, right. running. Anything. Um. Uh. I think just like I mean, if we're going serious tips, I mean, for me, like, uh, massive importance, especially from the university and stuff like that, was like consistency. Yeah. Um, especially you need terribly inconsistent on it. And my first half of the season that year was terrible. Um, consistency, massive, big, big base in the winter. I think. Obviously, you don't need big miles, but a consistent base for an injury, and I think it's quite important. So, um, I mean, I was pretty naive to the fact of, like, building up miles and stuff and doing longer runs when I first came to Leeds and whatnot. Um, kind of showed in my season, didn't really run very well. Then last year, going into the indoors and stuff, I was a lot stronger, a lot better. So, I think, yeah, consistency, build a good base. doesn't have to be big just for you, manageable. Um, sleep and nutrition, I think. Yeah, but... is in tab- I take like as in um, nutrition, like you know, tablets for like iron, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin EPO. D for winter. So, like, that's one thing I'd recommend, yeah, yeah. People. Um, especially runners like vitamin D, you don't really get much, much sunlight, um, stuff like that through it anyway, and get vitamin D through that way. So, especially on the gloomy days, um, definitely, yeah. I, I take fish oil with vitamin D as well now, um, mm. yeah, exactly. Like, stuff like that, I think, keep on top of it, yeah, um, enjoy it. Easier said than done really sometimes. After, very after. easier said than done. Like, I, Matt, it's a very overused line, just enjoy it. But, I mean, I think the first person you work against when you don't enjoy it is yourself. Um, and uh, that's the, probably the worst person, worst, the hardest thing to call. Like, like, it doesn't matter, like, racing somebody else. Like, if you're already not enjoying it going into a race, you've got to overcome that first point. You've got to race somebody. So, 
Absolutely. Yeah, I think enjoying it's quite good. Don't put too much pressure on it. 100%. Yeah. I, a lot of people get worked up, and I feel that's the biggest reason to like burn out and stuff is like when people are like mm. getting too anxious before races and just falling out of the love of the sport, really. Because at the end of the day, it's a painful, quite lonely sport sometimes. And if you're not enjoying it's a painful it. Painful sport. Yeah, it is a lot. yeah, I agree with that. And I think, you know, like if you look too much into it, I think a lot of younger athletes definitely fixate on mileage. Yeah. And um, I've done like in the past and like not recently, well, but a little bit recently, like wanting to hit the 40, 50, 50, but like it doesn't matter if you say like, come to the end of the week and you're five miles down on what you wanted to hit, say like if a benchmark 50 70 there's no need to go out on a sunday night after another run really no trying to make up miles just make sure you've got like um solid sessions in during the week i think yeah i think um, i think younger years just build build consistency every year build upon yeah like i didn't do well like i mean up until 16 17 i started properly training until around about then anyway like properly like you know what like regimented weekly training um, I had like before then like two sessions a week or three sessions a week which I'd attend but in and around there was kind of like inconsistent when I'd run if I'd run stuff like that and like because I just enjoyed doing it when I wanted to do it yeah so I think trying to sort of like keep that sort of like fun sort of like to it and then try to keep away from that sort of like elitist mentality or sort of stuff for as long as you can because when you get sort of to that cusp of going for that bit and like doing it because you want to do well and like you just want to constantly achieve it can be quite hard like to to enjoy it like i mean i go through like definitely some patches where like you are training to race and be successful and it's not enjoyable yeah um, chasing times as well yeah 100% like that it's not enjoyable so uh, i think you've got as a fine line isn't it yeah 100% right i'm gonna move on to some more quick fire questions well i say quick fire but if if you give some dodgy answers i would like to stop and speak about them so Quick right. fire, maybe not quick fire. You never know. So, what is your favourite film? Oh, um, do I have to say one? You can say multiple. It's fine. I say Star Wars, the Star Wars saga. Yeah, that's, that's a good choice. It's a good choice. That's, a, that's it. Um, if anyone's got a big problem with that, I mean, I don't care. I'm, I'm glad you said this. Julian, do you want to say your favourite films quickly, just so we can get a whole um, pop culture thing going? You say yours first. I'd say mine's probably Star Wars as a, as a, as a whole. Definitely Star Wars, actually. I do like the Avengers trip. Oh, yeah. Trip, the whole yeah. Of that. Definitely. I like the Marvel Avengers universe. Marvel and Star Wars, I'd definitely say. Mm. I watched it last night, actually. I don't know if it's my favourite, but that's one that came to mind. It's called The Fire. Have you seen it? Oh, the boxing one on Netflix. Yeah, based on a true story. I haven't watched it. I was going to literally watch it a couple of days ago. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark. Is it good? Yeah. yeah, solid to be fair. It's it's kind of funny, but I don't know if it's meant to be funny. Like, Yeah, I mean, nine I think it's a pretty serious motivational film. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I watched it last night, and then I think it finished at like half 11. And then, you know, when you feel like a bit gassed after a film, like pumped up about it. Yeah. Like one of them. Yeah, went out on a run. Smashed yeah, I felt like it. Did some, did some press ups, bit of shadow boxing in your room. We was actually just <laughs> before the call. I was actually watching um, the spin off on Star Wars Solar. Really? Oh, is it that cartoon one? No, no, no. Oh, it's it's Solar, the actual film. All oh, right, sorry. Alfie's watching some kids program at the minute. I'm watching the. Watching? I'm watching Clone Wars, um, the series on Disney. 
Yeah, because I'm fed up. I've, obviously, I've finished Mandalorian. I've finished all the yeah, Star Wars class. stuff. My yeah. favourite series. Have you watched all the Mandalorians? Yes. Should we should we give a spoiler warning so we can speak about it? I mean, yeah, I'm, I really like it, yeah. All right, spoiler warning. Um, skip past this part if you haven't watched all the Mandalorians because we're about to speak about it. Right, mm-hmm. three, two, this is the last warning, one. How did you find the last episode? Oh, it's class. As soon as I've seen the, the hand with the, the glove on, yeah, you like Luke. I knew, I knew, yeah. I knew who it was. Green lightsaber, oh, of course it is. I was, I was low-key hoping for Mace Windu though as well. Kind of wanted Mace Windu with the, there with the purple. Yeah, because he's, you know, obviously people. There's rumours that he's not dead, and yeah, he just got pushed off. Exactly. Um, Ray can float. Mace Windu was more powerful than Ray. Why can't he float? Do you know what I mean? So Jedi's can jump from a long way. Why can't he just, you know, lightsaber exactly. inside the on the building, scrape his way down. Yeah. They always do it. Exactly, yeah. Or just force himself. Like, he could literally just force... A, and, you know, there's so many ways he could have survived. And that's what that's yeah. my conspiracy. In the, do you know the, the new... The, the trilogy what's come out recently? Mm. Finn, it always keeps, like, saying... Like, he has to say something to Ray during the last episode. Yeah. I, I think he's forced... To, I think he's Mace Windu's son. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Ooh. that. Because apparently he is force sensitive because he could sense Ray in the force. So, yeah, I've heard this. I've heard this. And if, I mean, if you watch the Lego Star Wars Christmas edition, I haven't seen that one, but I'll definitely watch do, it after this. Ray's training him to be a bit of a Jedi. So, really? I mean, I'm not sure how accurate this is because it's not a part of the actual. It's, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. I mean, it supports claims. Ah, I have to watch that then because that's why I love the Clone Wars because it's like Darth Maul's alive through it all. So you just see, get to see Darth fun. Maul and General Grievous, and it's like this is what I want to see. Yeah, they're my um, favorite ones. I like the ones with them. And I think one, two, and three. I think I mean bit controversial. People do like four, five, and six better. I do like one, two, and three. I love one, two, and three. I love Anakin in one, two, and three. Mm. I I want the. Do you know? Have you seen the Marvel new trailer for that What If cartoon where it's like. If it's a cartoon on Disney Plus soon, what uh, if if different things in the storyline panned out? Um, I'd love to see that with Anakin Skywalker staying as a Jedi mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I feel like that'd be really cool. I think it was. Um, what did you think of when it was uh, Boba Fett came in? Oh, I was I was gassed to be honest. I was I, like, I recognise this guy. Yeah, I, I was like Mandalorian probably should have Boba Fett at some point. You know, Bounty Hunters. I was just waiting for it. Uh, it, it I'm glad it happened. To be honest, is it? He's a good character, actually, and there's going to be a spin-off as well. Post-credit yeah. scene, spin-off. And Obi-Wan Kenobi spin-off. And, and they're uh, made like the Mandalorian one. Yeah. Oh. And the, uh, I, I always butcher name, Ahsoka. Ahsoka spin-off as well. That's coming soon. And oh, really? She's yes. like Yeah, she, wow. she's cool. She's very cool. It's it's because she's not actually a Jedi, I don't think. Like, she's never been like this you know, sort of to the end. yeah like the color I, it depends on what kind of how pure you are in the force or like fighting and whereas mm. different colors but yeah if anyone wants to do research on star wars colors because i feel like we could geek out on star wars for the rest of the podcast to be honest but yeah. there's some good marvel seasons coming out too uh one division winter soldier and falcon whatever yeah, so many good things ones. i think there's definitely some good lockdown watching definitely and this is what i mean like i i only asked a quick fire question and we've, we've been here talking about this for like five minutes now favorite yeah. tv series oh, mandalorian good answer i guess we don't have to speak about that because we've already spoke about it 
There's a few. There's a few, but yeah, I yeah. mean, I like Rick and Morty as well. Little, little easy watchers. Class. Uh, Rick and Morty's class. Anything like that, 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 sort of stuff like that. I mean, it's one to do really liked Fargo, Netflix, and Mindhunter. Not watch them. The one, the one of them's about like a true story Fargo, and the other one's like criminology sort of stuff. Um, really good. I mean, I, I'll watch a bit of everything, if I'm honest, but yeah, they were pretty good ones I've watched recently. Can't go wrong with friends or anything like that as well. It's just standard watching. I'm not yeah, sure if you. Fair enough. What, what about music? Be yeah. careful here, because I. Well, actually, no. Just uh, we've had a lot of music taste on this podcast, so. Um. Uh, I mean, I'll lean towards like R and B. Okay. Like your standard R and B, hip hop, Drake, um, stuff like that. Kendrick Lamar. Um, Travis Scott on my actual sort of playlists. However, I do have like playlists for like everything, like loads of stuff. So yeah. I have like a bunch of indie music if I'm feeling indie music. I'll have like um, some older classical music if I fancy it. Yeah. Um, if it's a good tune, I'm not asked about the era yeah. or the genre. I yeah. really don't mind. If yeah, I, that's I like the same as music, me. I'll listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree that's with that. I, I'm going to throw some names out there for you and just a few if words. Well, well, no, it's, it's what your opinion on them. Um, the Kid Leroy. Um, go, go, go by him. It's pretty good. Fair enough. He's got my favourite uh, song. I mean, it's honestly, I don't mind him. He was um, Juice World, wasn't it? Did yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's done yeah, a lot I mean, of I quite like his stuff. It's, uh, some of the stuff's a bit depressing. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very... But, I mean, no. I quite, some of it's really catchy. I have, I have it on my playlists. Get emotional so, yeah. running through winter on a winter's long run. You know, yeah, it's... I mean, I'll, I'll listen to that, yeah. Ian Dior. Uh, not so much. Fair enough. Stormzy. I listen to a song or two, but like... Yeah. I think he's one of them typical American rap. Not typical, because he's really good, but like, you know, some songs are absolutely massive hits, and then others, you know, you're like, mm, not too sure about this. But not a religious follower. Huh? Not Jack. a religious follower of it. What about Stormzy? Um, don't listen to him. Fair play. I not because I not because I just like don't like his music. Like, I like some of his music, especially some of his older stuff. Pretty cool. I don't Fair mind enough. it. Like it depends the session. If I'm going in for like session or gym stuff, some of his stuff's good. Yeah. Um, some of his stuff in like, the hip hop charts and the pop stuff, like pretty good as well. Like his other stuff with mixes. So I mean, pretty pretty good. At, like he's good artist, obviously. Like renowned. Like so. Fair enough. Two more. I mean, I've got time for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I... I'm one of them. I feel like because he's British, might be a bit biased, but like I can listen to some of his songs. But I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, I, mean, um, I won't listen if every album came out. So if I won't go buy it. Yeah, Dave. Santander. Yeah, I do like it. Big fan of his role in Top Boy as well. Yeah, he's he's good. Good TV series actually. Really good TV yeah, series. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I liked his. Uh, yeah, I like that uh, album Psychodrama. Was it? Yes, he's got a new one yeah, coming up soon as well. Huge, huge fan of that uh, album. Really good. Yeah, new album rumored to be called "The Truth," and he's, uh, you know, he's always going to bring that wordplay as well. So that's it's going to be a good album whenever yeah, that good. drops. I, I uh, really liked that album, so I think I had that on quite yeah. a lot when it first came out. So, yeah, yeah. I've got a lot of time for I'm, I'm his biggest fan, so I have to I play it endlessly. <laughs> it's, and it's painful. Honestly, I'll, listen to all I listen to is Dave. Well, anyway, moving on from Dave. Last one I'm going to ask you about six nine. Why are you listening to 6ix9ine? Do I? Yeah. Do you listen to 6ix9ine? No. You don't? No. Fair enough. Julian I mean, used to listen. You used to listen. Playlist, 
I I listened to it before. It's probably on a playlist. But would I make a playlist of six nines music and stuff? Probably not. You would. know, for a get psyched playlist, it could be could be quite a shout, but I've uh, definitely gone up in. I'm gonna have to disagree. Probably on like quite a lot of the rap caviar playlists and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't go around uh, that. The ones that were made by Spotify and stuff, I listened to some of them, and he's probably on there, and he's probably flicked through, but I mean, definitely not in my top five. I'm going to I'm gonna play a scenario in your head here. So you and Angus McMillan, some sort of crime singer, syndicate gang, you go to jail. Are you going to snitch on him to get out early? Angus McMillan? Angus McMillan will add... Well, yeah, Angus McMillan, tell me if you'd snitch on him first, and then I'll get real off some other names, see, see how far I can get into your... Uh, who you'd snitch Angus McMillan can definitely be dragged down with me. That's fair enough. No, you get if, out. If, if you snitch, down, you get out. Coming, and if he's country, he's coming down with me. Okay. What about if you? What about if you can get out to get him in? So if you snitch on him, you're out. He's in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to take the shot, Anna, because you know, so I've you, gotta be free. You're. You're. And I expect him to do the same America. to me. What about Markin? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> the answer to all of these will probably be yes. If the, I, but I would expect them to do the same to me, so I wouldn't be half out about that, I don't think. But Let's... I know what you mean the situation of 6-9 with the, the thing like that. Um, that's, that's fair enough. Dan Preston, I mean, last one. Dan Preston. If, if I'm going to Dan so he's in jail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I've done it to Angus, I'm going to have to do it to Dan as well, yeah. Okay, and um, final one, Ethan Hussey. I guess I said the last one last time. We definitely snitch on Ethan Hussey. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm snitching on Angus, you'd have got to snitch on Ethan, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'd snitch on Ethan, everybody. even if even if it wasn't, even if he hadn't done anything wrong, I'd snitch on Ethan. Well, if it was like, a little, if like that was like, I mean, if it was I'd... a serious topic, then there'd be it wouldn't just be an easy decision. No, yeah, obviously, take a few, take few minutes. Boys, you know what I mean? Sometimes you might have to just do that. You could at least you could do gym in there, you know. At minute, that's it might... the thing, like to be honest with you, like if it if it came down to it, I might just have to take the hit. Like I admire, I admire that. But then, what about if you know? What about if um, I'm trying to think of the director of British Athletics at a minute. Go on, help me out, please. Anyone? I'll help you with that one. What about if what about if they're on the phone saying, "Alex, we need you for the Olympics, Tokyo." You got a snitch. Well, I guess I'm just gonna have to throw a lot of people under the bus with this one. Yeah, that's fair. So if anyone listens to this next year Alex ends up in jail and somehow he imaginary uh, somehow he quickly gets out then you know why so yeah keep an eye out for Angus McMillan and if he's gone to jail I think if anything dodgy happened I reckon Angus McMillan has got me involved in it it has to be so I think it's only fair he comes with me so I wouldn't I wouldn't like to trade places with any of them they can just come down with me yeah, that's fair. You'd have a little squad in. You'd, at least you'd have a training yeah, group. Yeah, I wouldn't trade places prison. and get them in, out. I just want them to come in. Little tempo around the prison yard thing and, and yeah. on Saturday mornings. Can't go wrong, actually. Right. <laughs> These quick-fire questions are really dragging on. Um, Favourite food? Cuisine. Cuisine, yes. Um, uh, Thai food. Thai food. Mm. What what does that it's consist of? Been a good day. Thai food or Italian? What what's Thai yeah, food? Pasta. Like what 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 we talking about with Thai food? Talking um, about like talking about like like 
uh, pad thais, um, stuff like that. I don't think I've ever eaten Thai food. Uh, I mean, it's very. I mean, it's pretty close. That you can get pretty similar stuff in Wagamama. Yeah, yeah. See, so I'm, I'm allergic to most like of that. that. I've yeah, got I've a peanut allergy. Well. That's pretty cool, but I mean, I prefer like other restaurants. Yeah, um, had one last night actually. Fair enough. Yeah, I've never had it. I'm allergic to peanuts, so I, I can never really go to these restaurants. Joe, like Asian. Yeah, they cook a peanut oil quite a lot, don't they? Yeah, yeah. That's it's, it's pretty it's sad for me. I like about... Italian. Big fan of Italian, so it's probably. Yeah. Can't, can't go wrong with it. Can't go wrong with Italian mm, pasta or pizza, can you? Proper fresh one as well. Pre-race food. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I found myself eating just plain pasta all the time before the pre-race. Yeah. I don't think that's nutritionally recommended pasta. It takes quite a while to digest. Whatever makes you comfortable. However, pre-session food more often than not. Like mm-hmm. pre-time trial, I have smashed porridge with rubber honey. Porridge and honey is an elite combination. So I'll actually have that pre-race as well sometimes if my race is early enough in the morning. So if my race is early and I will only have breakfast, I'll have that. Yeah, with um, a little coffee. But if it's afternoon, yeah. Well, I have coffee and um, pre-workout. How does that get you? How does that compare to coffee? Does that actually send you... Well, I have the... both. Do you ever... How? What... I drink, but I have both at the same time. So. I'm always intrigued to get some pre-workout, just see what it feels like. Because like, so I, I mean, it, I mean, it's good. I mean, I don't. I'm not, if I'm honest with you, I don't know if it's the placebo. Yeah. Like taking something, or like ingesting like a coffee, like you get the buzz, like you know, I'm having a coffee, I'm gonna be buzzed up. That's fair. Um, or not, but um, I mean, I, I I enjoy. I like it. If it's I've got a morning race, I'll have a coffee, and then like 15 minutes before I start jogging, I'll drink this 200 mil. Yeah. Little drink. Fair and, enough. Uh, Time of tongue blue. What 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 about after after the race and what we saying, evening of the race? What are you having if your tongue's still blue or not? Have I got a fan a semi like a race the next day? No. Chile meal. Fine final race of the season. Oh, um, I mean I'll eat anything. I'm, I mean I'm I'm really partial to big steak, fillet steak. Fair enough. I mean I'll, do, I'll smash them like that. Maybe even burrito or something. Just something really. Yeah. Bad. Just something yeah. big, lots of calories, yeah. lots of stuff yeah. getting, yeah. Cheesy, lots of stuff, yeah. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Definitely. Right, best place you've ever raced? Ooh, Bahamas, Cornwallis Games. Did you, did you medal there? You yeah, got gold, yeah, yeah. Got the gold, I got double medal, I got four or four silver. And the gold for the eight. But, I mean, in terms of tracks and settings solid like you can't really i mean that's like somewhere you don't get often to go so yeah that'll yeah who got gold in the four by four because surely the the england team was stacked we just lost to canada really so it was a mixed relay yeah go boy go boy sort of thing and you could have any order you want and we were closing as they were and it just got to like really fine line like we yeah it was uh, it was rough but i mean it was so fun. Like I enjoyed it. A silver medal in the four by four. I mean, I'm not even a four hundred meter runner, and I started out of blocks with eight hundred meter spikes. So started out of blocks. Did you have to yeah, do some I training for that? Yeah, I used blocks like half an hour before we started racing. Did you? So did I you... was warming up, and I was warm. I had to warm up early just ten so I could get some block practice in. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing with them. Do you feel like they helped? Do you think they helped, like start wise, or do you feel like you well, just I had could to have stood? Because the pressure plate, so I had no choice. 
if you don't know how to use blocks, I don't think they're gonna they're not gonna help you. Jeez. I think they're gonna take away your performance because I think what you if don't shoot me if you're a sprinter and listening to this. But from what I my understanding is, if you don't know how to use them properly, I think people just stand up in them. Yeah. Instead of pushing off from them, I think you just stand up then run. So if you're not used to reusing blocks, you know I don't want to use them. But I think there's some cases you can't get around it. You have to use it. Yeah, I agree. Shame you can't three point start. Isn't that better than blocks? It's illegal, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird that though, isn't it? Because like, why? How how far down in like a distance race could you go without be, without it being a three point start? Because some people really crouch really far down and like yeah, feel like you just need to get. They do, don't they? Yeah, so it's like. Pull like really bent forward. I don't know. Um, I mean, for quite a lot of my four hundred and six hundred time trials, I just stand and start. Yeah. As in, like stood up, sort of like to the line. I, I won't really. Can't go down. I just. I'm not efficient. I'd stand up straight up. Least favorite place to race. Um, it's a tough one. There's loads of tracks which are terrible. The, that's true. Doncaster screams one of the worst for me. Um, I actually don't. If I go to the track, I'm actually in really, I'm not actually keen of going to Sports City. That's fair. That's probably an uncommon answer, actually, isn't it? It's quite. A, mm. Quite an interesting one. Why is that? Just don't wind. Know, don't like, I mean, I've never gone to Sport City and like been looking forward to race it in Manchester in that track. That's fair. Um, I don't think I've ever had a good race. It's been re-renovated, so I might have a different opinion now the track's blue. But yeah. I just think it always came with a miserable day. Yeah, well, this is what you get, really, don't you? That sort of, you know, anything above like Milton Keynes, you're going to get bad weather most of the time. And yeah. I don't I mean, know. Back good. in the YDL days, it wasn't too bad. But when you get a bit more serious, it's, it's yeah, I didn't, I didn't like racing there, to be honest. Yeah, but, I mean, I just for me, it just wasn't really that, wasn't that bothered. That's fair enough. Favourite athlete? Favourite athletes, I guess. Oof. Uh, pros? Can be anyone. But yeah, pros and whoever you want, really. I mean, actually, I quite, I mean, I, I don't mind anyone really. I mean, quite like everyone. I mean, it's a bit of a shit answer. Like, but, um, but I mean, like, athletes in the league, so obviously I'm spend time with loads of them. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to be more close to everyone like them. So, like, some of the pros, obviously, like Alex Bear, Laura Waitman and stuff, um, stuff like that. Um, then some of the lads like Phil Sess and Easton, Dan, all the boys and that. I like, really like all them. I like all the lads in Upper as well. Like, I know all them pretty well. Um, Justin, everybody like that. I mean, favorite athlete in general. I mean, well, I'm a big fan of Nigel Amos. Yeah, he's a great guy. Have you ever spoken to so him? If we're just going to go someone I don't actually know really, but actually like Nigel Amos, I really like. I, I, I've got a lot of time for him. He's a pretty cool guy. Obviously, we like Kip Chogi. Obviously, everyone pretty loves Kip Chogi. Pretty sound. Um, I like um, Jeff's guy, oh, Josh. Yeah, he seems like a he's good. He seems like a lad. Guy, class guy. I mean, well, that Mo Farah. Yeah, I mean, what else? Don't really know. What else can you ask for? Really, I, I've heard the Chepsy guy's a great guy. Uh, we had Matt Ramson on the podcast, and obviously he paced him for the world record. Mm. And he was saying like the night before they were having dinner, and he was just chatting away, just like you know, just chilling. Really, apparently he'd yeah, come I mean, on the podcast. They all seem pretty, pretty solid people. So I mean, any, anybody in around there, yeah, got a yeah. fine body. Uh, don't seem to. Self, well, not self confident, but self, you know, playing. Yeah. I think they're all pretty, pretty well, 
we'll, we'll, we'll done enough points moving all around, yeah. Probably so, so get, I've missed out, but like, you know. Yeah, you're going to get some people in your DMs after this asking yeah, why you mentioned them. I mean, there's just, they're just a few that spring to mind initially. Really. But I mean, everyone in Leeds, if you get along with them, you know, like everyone else left. Everyone, everyone in Leeds? God, okay. That's an interesting answer from you. We might have to disagree with you. No, I'm joking. Everyone in Leeds is great, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, good, good. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to... Uh, I don't know who you think of in your head there. No, no I, I, I was being sarcastic. Great, great bunch of people. <laughs> he's got a few, he's got a few movies. No, everyone's pretty good. So, yeah. No, maybe if Rory was here, he'd have he'd have other things to say. I don't know. We'll leave that though. I won't touch on that since he's not here. So, um, mm. so the, the deeper end of the podcast, sort yeah, of, you know. This one's not really that deep. I just always ask it because obviously you've had a, an elite sort of, you've been on obviously a lot of elite races as well. Have you ever been like starstruck, whether that's in a race, on a training camp, just overwhelmed? Right, so, um, so it's probably like one or two races where I've been a bit like stunned and then ran a bit terrible. One of them was um, at, it was after Worlds, after I crushed out in the final, obviously, of the fall, and I had one race, one race straight after. Yep. It was a, it was a, it was a Folkestone Grand Prix series, like an elite gold, gold European race series. Um, and um, I got into it, it in Sweden and whatnot, and I was racing at the time, like, the World Junior Champion had just come, gone to race there, so the guy had just raced in the final. I had, like, Mohammed Aman, Andres Kramer, um literally like a bunch of oh like that uh the guy that the, the oregon track club guy that paces like um uh nigel amos i've got his name slips my head um i can't really think and stuff as well I'm, I'm trying to remember the, all the names and the oregon yeah. oregon track club got so many runners but yeah basically they're pretty well-known guys and there was quite a few of them in the race um and then I was like, there's Kajelcha that I just ran on just before me, ran the 3K, uh, I think it was like record. Well, I think it might have been a, maybe a world record or a, something like that. It would it have been a ridiculous quick. time, basically. Yeah. Um, it might have been a world lead, I'm not sure. but Yeah, it uh, won't be world yeah, record. That race was my first one, and I just kind of like shut down and was just like, didn't run, run terrible. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, I think that was shocked me. It wasn't like Star Trek for individual athletes. Just the overwhelm of everything. Like, it was just like the whole situation. I thought I was out of my, out of my depth. Do you think you passed that now? Like, do you think anything you could sort of go up against, you'd be Yeah, set? I mean, like, in terms of now, like, um, I was a bit tentative, a bit uh, going into, I ran Muller Grand Prix in Dorsa, World Tour Series this year. And yeah. uh, didn't really put myself out there enough. And kind of shied away from racing a little bit, kind of, kind of gave me too much respect. But then since then, like, yeah, I, yeah, not anymore. Like, um, I kind of think I've got over that sort of like a bit of a barrier, a bit of a hump now. Um, I mean, I raced the uh, first race of the season, I raced for shot. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you just kind of like respect them as athletes, obviously. But you come to race, you race. And so that's it. Next time you're on the start line with Brazier, Hopple, Amos, you're going to drop a 48 first lap and then. Yeah, I mean, I'll go for it. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I won't lie to you. I'll, I'll give it a go. You know, I mean, uh, if we maybe talk here in 12 months time and I've done that, maybe ask me how it went. Yeah, well, I mean, I if, if you're there with 200 to go, you know, I've seen some of your finishers. They're not, uh, 
you know, there's some, there's something to be not something to be messed with, are they? So no, but I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, I think it's a lot about positioning. So, I mean, and like timing. If you get it wrong, you're gonna get beat. So perfecting that sort of craft, I think. And each race, put yourself out there, you get a little yeah. bit better. So yeah, I mean, I think I open now racing them guys with like open arms, like really just want to race the hardest race as possible. Put me in an awkward position because I think you learn more from it. Yeah, definitely. You need to time it where you're swimming with like five meters to go. So you yeah, fall you over do, the line. Yeah, you That's need to hit that point really late. Which is a painful point, but you got it's gotta be done. You get to six hundred and you're hurting there's I mean two hundred meters is a long way. You have lactic, definitely. Yeah, it's a long way to go. Um and there's a lot of people watching Germany on them races, so yeah, it doesn't look great. Eight hundred most painful event? Do you think? Do you think that's do you think that's a fact or? I'll back. Uh, I mean, I'll back that as a painful event. Yeah, yeah. I think four hundred respectively painful as well. Yeah, four hundred hurdles seems a bit brutal as well. I feel like eight, yeah. four hundred, four hundred hurdles, and then probably I marathon. Think the most painful events. I mean, not just because I do them, but because I'm quite used to the like the pain. But I feel like if someone else comes to do them and then gives it a good thing, yeah, maybe I'm a bit more conditioned to it. Yeah. Like a 15 would be well painful for me. Yeah, I think so. I think if someone came to a 800 and gave it a good thing, I think you're going to be, yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's no race where you're sort of holding on. Like for yeah, me anyway. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like just full force straight away. I have to go through and basically my PB for 400 and then just run. Yeah, <laughs> you've just got to get If you lose the first lap, you No matter what you're doing in 800, you're always going to be hurt in that last 100 metres. Yeah, you've got to accept like, that, yeah. True. You're ready to six. Get you get get your get your good split and then just hold hold on. You've got good form. You can hold on. You've got it in the day. You've got it. If you, if you don't, I mean, it's painful. Yeah. Very very painful. Right. If you could change one thing about the sport, actually we've changed this now. It's if you change one thing, what's realistic? So money situation, obviously keep it realistic. And if you could change one thing, doesn't have to be. Um, any money constraints at all just anything you can think of really um uh one thing money realistic i think i think i don't think it's out the realm of possibility to potentially increase testing yeah uh, i mean you know it's a long age battle between like um testing and cheats and stuff like that and um, obviously like anyone in the right mind in the sport wants that sort of like good as gone yeah. Um, so I think more, maybe not even that, but more transparency. Yeah. In um, testing and That's... results, but I mean, I don't think it's out the realm of question. Also, to maybe potentially publish results. That's fair. Um, I, do, what do you think about like anyone sort of Joe? These like guys who have like medical exemptions to take next TUEs. level stuff. Do you think that should? Huh. TUEs. Yeah, is that what they're called? I don't know. Yeah, therapeutic like exemptions like do you think they should be more known as well like if if people have got thyroid problems thyroid problems you know supposedly then it has to be sort of known a bit more to the public i guess i think i mean i don't really i don't think you should have obviously if someone's had it they're like some personalities you don't feel like on the start line they should have an asterisk next to their name just be like tue for this um, yeah 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 uh, but i do think potentially the, the scrutiny and it should be a bit more harshly scrutinised in terms of like allowing people to have exemptions because I'm, I mean, there's no one in particular that even springs to mind really, but like, um, I mean, I I probably 
would say there is people with them that maybe don't need them or maybe yeah. just borderline it and could potentially do with them without. Um, so uh, I think maybe like a bit more tighter stuff on that, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. What, what about money? If money wasn't an object in the matter, what, what would you like to see in an ideal world? Um, I'd like to see um, more money invested in the sport. Yeah. I want it, like, I mean, not even just for like stuff for like, you know, testing and stuff like general, like the sport's not like a massive, like, money sport. There's not loads of money pumped in, especially from the British side in general. Like, there's not loads of funding in general. Um, it's not the most popular sport, especially in the UK. I mean, the, the USA have a, a lot better. Um, it's got like infrastructure yeah they have a much better infrastructure and, um, well. i think in the uk if money's not from going to that sort of thing i think it's, yeah something like Perhaps. that i think making it more you know everyone getting behind it publicizing it more making it more exciting more a big event based i think yeah yeah ab- absolutely i think that would do wonders for the sport yeah it just just needs to be more exciting i think whether that's like stuff like the nitro i think was pretty good yeah um even stuff like when you see the new Hayward Field, you're like, that that looks sick. Like, just racing there in general would just mm. be amazing. We don't really, apart from Birmingham, have big renowned stadiums. No. Don Valley uh, got close. Like, wow. Can't There's wait po- to race there. Yeah. I mean, Gateshead just doesn't really hit it, does it, really? No. I mean, um, they could they could make stuff like that. At the London Olympic Stadium, I'm pretty sure, does. Oh, yeah, yeah. The chance to race True. there regularly. I mean, it's not you happening, wouldn't want to race regularly because it would take the, the wow away, but that sort of competition hosting, I think maybe more big competitions hosted in the UK would be quite good. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with that, especially in the UK, like definitely mm. just more, I think more university competitions would be great as well, sort of yeah. get that. I think university books is obviously not on the same level as NCAAs. It's like NCAAs Division 3. Yeah, the standard isn't there the same and the consistency standard isn't the same. So I think, I do think you can make that better and yeah, make absolutely. that something like the NCAA division system. Absolutely. And I right. think that would be amazing. It, it would be great. I feel like even if it just had to start with a few universities, do you like the Loughborough's Leeds, um, St. Mary's uh, and stuff yeah, like that and then branch out? Like to take the, you know, pioneer it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure people would. And I think Big clashes, like, you know, uh, the big friendlies that they had? Yeah. I mean, in between competitions, I think doing stuff like that between the big unis, like in the UK, really good. Because I wouldn't like, like clashes between Loughborough, Leeds, Birmingham, St. Mary's, Cardiff, Mayor. Yeah. Uh, all the unis that, you know, well, any unis that can obviously, like, hold their own. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'd definitely like to see that, especially in the near future. For, uh, medley relay, between, me and the boys are talking about this, so... DMR needs to be in the Olympics and the needs to be it, in the, the UK. The invitation is out there. A DMR. We, do you know what? Get, get that sort of arranged at some point. We're wanting to try and host. So Traxter, we're trying to host. We want to try and host races. Obviously, COVID makes it a bit difficult. But we mm. want to do like Elimination Mile, DMR, 4x8, stuff like that. Like just Yeah, st- I mean, the boys in Leeds, we've been talking about it. Definitely would definitely get in the mix with doing something like that. Be a nasty and DMR the girls, team. the girls as well. Yeah. Uh, are you are you on are you on about joining that Leeds Track Club thing on Instagram? I'm you... not part of Leeds Track Club. No Good. affiliation. Good. I actually don't know who runs it particularly them exactly, but I know the, the just the people who run it. Like I know the people in it, but yeah, no, that's not us. It's interesting. Interesting to see how they. In fact, they dropped a YouTube video today, so go and watch that. I haven't watched it, so I'm not sure if it's oh, good or not. Really? But yeah, go go and watch that. And the final, well, the second to last question we have. Um, this is probably the biggest hitter. Is mm. 
best decision you've ever made? And um, I can't, I wouldn't be able to answer this. So, best decision I ever made was um, committing. Best decision I ever made was, uh, you know, committing uh, to coming to Leeds and building up my team in Leeds instead of going to York. No, instead okay. of going to maybe like St Mary's, Loughborough. Yeah, where there's already that base there, because now we've got like a, a, a centre that's come about, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was massively important. I spoke to a lot of other athletes like uh, Laura and Laura Waitman, and um, you know about building your own sort of team around you and stuff. Um, and I think that was the best decision I ever made was deciding when I was, I think like 16, 17, uh, going to which college I wanted to go to. Yeah, um, I had a choice to go to a different college, which would have taken the possibility to go to Leeds for training because it was too far out of York to then come back to go. I thought I'd stay the one I can, come home at normal times and then go straight to Leeds after school. And I think that was the best decision I made. Yeah. Staying and committing to coming to Leeds and building my my team around sort of like that sort of stuff. I think that's fair because Leeds is probably the best city. Um, Obviously you've got Loughborough, London and stuff. But I think it's definitely... As a whole, the best city to be in for running, um, especially if you're not at university as well. Like, well, if you had to go to any city. For me, it's been perfect so far, and it's only got a few to get better, I don't think. And the athletes that have come this year and will, like, proceed to come, I think, will just only get better. We've yeah. got, like, a, it's not just for running now, either. I mean, you've got, like, a world-class try centre here. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. There's, there's loads. So, in terms of that, I think, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Really so... This, I feel bad for ending on this question, so I might ask a little another one at the end. Sorry if anyone can hear my sister as well. She doesn't have regards to the fact that I'm recording a podcast and starts to shout. Um, what do you think of Rebirth Island in comparison to the Danks? Right, so this is going to be controversial here. I, when you started that question, um, I didn't actually know what you were talking about. And then I realised you said the Dansk and you're on about the new map on card, aren't you? Yep. I haven't played it. I don't play car. I don't play my Xbox. You liar! You. I, I've I've seen your Xbox gamer tag online when yeah, I've been. But I haven't played COD in since the. I haven't played COD for a long time because I just use it for Netflix. And, um, I thought you were playing Minecraft last time I checked. I COD. <laughs> That's what you play Minecraft on it last time I checked. Was it? Yeah, yeah, Minecraft. It's actually yeah, a oh, sick game. Basically, I can get it. Um, Get out of my phone, Minecraft. I was joking, but it is, it is a sick game. I feel like that's no, an underrated game. I can't even lie. I got it on my phone and it's connected to my Xbox. So if that has come up, it's because I was on it yesterday with Josh Bentley and Dan and Dave in the house. That's fair. Honestly, I literally said to Julian yesterday, we were playing Warzone and I was like, do you know what? I want to play Minecraft. I don't know why. I play a lot of games. Like, yeah, the scope of game is like the scope of you. I'll play a lot, but I haven't actually game. played the new Rebirth. It's honestly, it's good. It's good. Incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it probably is really good. Actually, I do enjoy Warzone. Yeah, it's a good game. I'm more of an S and D player. Oh, you try hard. You are, are you all about those mid match mid match uh, like altercations between two both teams? Well, I'm just love a love a you know. Just giving a bit, giving a bit of hate. I mean, anyone out there watching the podcast that fancies it. Quick's got no scope. Rust, should we do it? Yeah, I mean, I've AX50 Obsidian, I mean, Mark Himmel, 
say that he's the best in the clan, but he's not. Sam Bennett will also say that he's not. I'm the one with the obsidian sniper rifle. I'm just too good at this game. I'm pretty when you, when we played in the in lockdown, I'm pretty sure you absolutely battered Arthur. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a, there was a. I'm pretty sure we played it. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that's never happened. Right, I want to say thirty to five or something. Right, Alex, we need to arrange this very soon. Then I'll, I mean, I'll literally. Like that, watching it as well. I mean, I'll have a little tournament. Uh, but we'll do. We'll host a tournament. We'll host a Quicks and No Scope on Rust tournament. My name on Activision is Botch. Botch. See, I've got so some. If any of you want to add that and give that a go? I mean, the. Op- it's there. The options there. Like, just, you know, just. Like, I, I'm not. For, I'll open it with the arms. Like anybody. So some people's names on Xbox Activision, Joe, because you can change it. Yeah. Like Alberto Salazar was one of them. Some of my friends. Yeah. Um, like, um, I think the Loughborough lads have a very yeah, group. They do. They do. It's hilarious people. Everyone down in Loughborough. Yeah, they're, they're great guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing people. Especially, mm. you know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm joking. They're all great. Um, last question. Is there anyone you want to call out, spread some beef, you know, create some drama in the running community? Right. I think it's best for my personal, yeah, or personal, uh, you know, to not do that <laughs> um, and just race whoever I race next year and let that do the. Uh, but. Where's the button? I'm waiting for I'm waiting There's for There's no button there. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if anyone's... Has anyone called me out on anything? I don't think so, but that can be arranged. I don't know. It's up to you. I mean, but... I look forward to racing. Uh, to be honest with you, like, I haven't got any beef for anybody. Never really do anyway. I'm quite, um, I'm quite you know, uh, silent on social media in general. Um, do, do you wish you threw your arm forward in that race against Josh Lay at uh, the track? I wish I hadn't have gone from 200 out. That's a bold move, though. You've got you to make those decisions I don't think it, sometimes. I mean, give or take, it might not have even changed the race. Yeah. I chose to commit to 200 and it wasn't like an excuse to lose. Like, that was it. Like, that was my choice and I thought that was the choice to win. And yeah. I didn't. Uh, potentially, if I'd have held on a little bit longer and built up my built up a finish, it might have been a bit differently. But to be honest with you, like, I really enjoyed the race. That it was a good season, well, set, sort of season opener, wasn't it? It was like, like Two races in as well. Like I was, it's my second race season. There's a few lads in that race that I'd race quite a few more times anyway. But no excuses. Like really good race. I enjoyed really good race. I look forward to racing him next season as well. Pretty sure he'll do the eight. But if he doesn't, I will be doing fifteens. He's doing fifteens. God, moving up. So three thirty-five. I mean, I'm not sure I'll be around what he's running for fifteen. Like, do you think you could run a sub four? I will be around that. Sub four mile. Do you think you could run that? That's really, I mean, I'm not going to disrespect anyone's uh, attempts and gone under four by saying I will be able to. Uh, but you, deep down, go, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Nice I and humble. I'd like to give it a go and like to think I'll be close to the barrier. Um, yeah. The people that have just run some form think, watching this thinking, he has no clue. I don't, so I might be giving it too much for, you know. Not nah, I think you can run some four. But anyway, right. Maybe. Wrapping up this podcast because. We're going to try and upload this tonight, so this is exciting. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. So, okay. well, hopefully. We'll see how it's... See I don't feel like I have to edit if it, anything. Um, so, yeah, thank you for coming on. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. And as you as well, Julian, thank you for oh, being... Thank you for having me. Being that 
your ambient lighting is being nice to look at occasionally. Oh, so right. thank Can you. I for... just um, interject something? Yes, go go for it. Um, I think Man United are currently three 0 up against Leeds. <sighs> Tottenham falling to pieces. So Man United are going to go above Tottenham. Just saying, I think we're three 0 up according to what I'm looking at from here, and I'm just saying that. Oh, lays at the wheel. Got the boys in red. Boys the wheel. Spurs I mean, flopping, finally. Oh. I like to just, you know, commend the boys on the performance this evening. McTominay, McTominay, Bruno Fernandes. Don't have any time for Man United fans, so that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, where do you support? Tottenham. Do you don't support Sheffield? Mm, you don't want to. I'm no. a Wednesday fan and it's awful. Uh, what about United? I, 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 I just always support Tottenham. So, I mean, let me... stop slating into me. End of podcast. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a runner. I don't like football. I'm joking. Oh, you're Tottenham fan. I, I love football, but nah, yeah, support Tottenham. What Sheffield United? I know you last in the Prem. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've I just thought you potentially would have supported them. But... I've just always support Tottenham. I don't know why. Mm, I mean, Son was the best purchase you made. Twenty-two million. Wow. Yeah, well, what we could what we could sell them for now, like 150, something like yeah, that. Yeah, if you sold them. I'm sorry, you think falling to pieces. Yeah, nightmare. We're signing Luka Modric, so it's fine. All right. It's fine. We're going to sign Ronaldo Messi. Ronaldo Messi, Mbappe, Lewandowski. Falcao. No, he's dead. Van Dijk. Kabule. Yeah. All right. Thank you for coming on. I'll stop recording now. I enjoy this. It's good something to do on a Sunday afternoon. To be honest with you, apart from me, little run this morning. Sunday's always a bit dead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've just been like sleeping around nothing, but yeah. What are your plans for next year, Alex? In terms of... Oh, uh, so yeah, I'm still at uni for another year after this. Ah, sweet. What are you studying? Uh, sport and exercise therapy. Ah, nice. What, so Not a year? Not a year, of course. I've split my year. Ah, nice. Yeah, Smart I thought it would give me the best possible chance between the next two years to really refine and focus on uh, training before I, you know, commit to maybe a part-time job if I don't sign anything or whatnot. Uh-huh. There's, there's always a job here at, at Tracks if you're, if you're ever in these. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know what job you'd be even just well, in hiring. I'm not sure my skill set. Professional either. athlete. No, I don't know. Hopefully by the time you leave university, we'd, we'd have an open space, you know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm not sure. Probably, I probably wouldn't be able to bring anything to the table you don't already have, so. Just the looks, it's fine. Just just look good, run good, it's fine. Yeah, when I shaved my hair off before South Africa, I look good again. True, but that's... Yeah, South Africa looks exciting. Or just huh? back in science. Uh, it all. There's a bit, bit of a conflict at the moment of opinion, uh, but I, I shaved it off quite a few times. I did like the buzz cut, to be fair. You actually inspired me to get a buzz cut in lockdown. It was fierce. Mm, I, like, I liked it, and then I went for it, and it didn't offend me too much, but I'm, my girlfriend's not allowing me to get it again, which is quite sad. I just yeah, do it. I've got the same palaver. There's no chance, so I think I've just got to go shorter. I'd I'd go training camp, sun. It's gonna grow back fast. No one's gonna see me for five weeks. I'd go and to be fair, I suited you. Oh, stop, yeah, stop, stop sucking up to Alex. Come on. It was a good look. But no, yeah, it's great. I really enjoyed it. This has been a great evening. I mean, let's do it again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely come on for a part two. We'll probably get some lads on as well. Just like yeah, I mean, I'll be pretty keen to maybe do it with a few of the fellow lads. I don't know, the love for boys, Birmingham lads, just a little bit of a. 
be interesting to do a little chat with them as well. So that'd be really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm recording a podcast of an hour and it's got like seven people on. So we see how to that dynamic works and then we can sort You're of... doing that in an hour? Yeah, I've got one with Ben Crawford, maybe Craig Engels, um, mm. the West Flyboys, which is like a group in America who sort of starting calling out everyone and just basically chatting shit to everyone. So yeah, but yeah, so that's going to be fun. And then see how that dynamic works and oh, yeah. we'll definitely get a lot of people. Well. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm most allowed to be king. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I'm going to enjoy my pigs and blankets and I'll speak to you soon. Right. I'll speak to you later on, boys. Well, Thanks for coming on the podcast. Bye.